Welcome to the Alberta Wedding Podcast, a platform for Alberta wedding professionals and couples to connect, learn, and share ideas. I'm your host, wedding videographer Kevin Marr. With over 100 weddings behind me, I'm your guide to all things weddings in this great province of ours. Well, I am really, really uh, excited that uh, you know I get to talk with this next individual on the podcast this week. I've always really enjoyed getting to know new people since I started this podcast earlier this year. A lot being new wedding professionals that I have never worked with before. But I actually get to talk with a bride today that I have no skin in the game. I'm not part of her vendor team. She reached out to me on Instagram recently and wanted to uh, share her story. So I'm really, really excited to have Kristen on here. Welcome to the podcast. Hi. My name is Kristen, and I'm so excited to be here. How are you doing today? Really good. Well, thank you so much again for uh, reaching out to me. I know I had put a call out. You know, I was looking to uh, speak with some past or current uh, brides uh, because I always find it really interesting to get their perspective on the whole planning process. And I know I get a lot of feedback from other wedding professionals where they say those are their favorite episodes because they learn a lot about the mindset of what you're going through. And so, yeah, let's get right into it. So you're getting married next year in 2024. How excited are you, first of all, for that? I'm so excited. I've been dreaming about this since I was a little girl. So the second he proposed, I was just on it. (laughs) And who's this lucky guy that we're going to be talking about a little bit? Uh, His name is Christopher Clem. (laughs) Awesome. So tell me... Tell me about your guys' story. Like Before we get into the whole wedding planning process, I want to learn about how you guys uh, met and how it got to where we are today. It's kind of a funny story. I was out at uh, one of the local pubs here where you can bring your dog, and I posted a photo on Instagram. And I get this random commenting, oh, have you tried the curly fry poutine? And I'm like, what? So I had to privately message him and be like, are you trying to advertise or pushing food? And he's like, no, I just like the poutine. And then that was it. And conversation flowed and one thing led to another and we met for a drink and the rest is kind of history. So it was poutine love at first sight. Yeah, essentially. (laughs) (laughs) I love it. And what was it beyond, I guess, your similar taste in French cuisine? What was it about you guys that really clicked that? And how long ago was this? Like, how long have you guys been together for now? It's over five years now. And it clicked over the love of the outdoors. Fishing is our number one thing. We spent that whole first month on the boat, just casting lines and drinking beer. It was so much fun. <laughs> You're based of Sylvan Lake, right? That's correct. Yeah. And is that where he lives as well? Like, uh, you know, when you guys first met? Yep. Okay. So... Obviously, like anyone who lives around there, as you mentioned, like you have a naturally, you know, fall in love with the lake and and just just being outdoors, right? Yeah, exactly. There's so much to do around here and the mountains are super close. So that's another favorite thing and just traveling. And yeah, Sylvan's great. If you haven't been, I highly recommend coming. For sure. So when did you know like that you wanted to spend the rest of your life with uh, Chris? Like. Was it at the poutine part or it was a little further <laughs> for the log? No, no. <laughs> it took a lot of time. Just seeing the resilience in him and the patience 
and being able to work through trials and tribulations, you learn, you find that comfort in that person. And it just took a bit of time and kind of realized, holy crap, like, you know, this feels right. And one thing led to another and then there was a proposal and it was like, oh my gosh. <laughs> so let's talk about the, the proposal. When did it happen? How did it happen? Did you know it was coming? Were you like checking your watch? Like, it was like, come on, like, when are you going to uh, pop the question? Yeah. I mean, we decided two and a half years ago that we wanted to have a family, right? So Mm, I gave this man a baby. So it's like, okay, now where's the wedding and the ring? I'm waiting, waiting, dropping hints like, this is the kind of ring I want, you know? (laughs) So it was New Year's Eve, actually. And he had our daughter come up with the ring box. And he asked, he's like, will you marry me? And she's opening the box and she put the ring on first. And it was just so cute. It was such a beautiful family moment and bringing us all together now, finally. So I love that. That's so sweet that he incorporated your daughter. Obviously, that's, I mean, it just, oh, just gave me goosebumps over here. Uh, I love that. Was that this past New Year's Eve? Yeah. Yeah. So the time of uh, this uh, podcast, uh, it's uh, July 10th, uh, Monday. It's, it's stormy outside. So good time to do a uh, podcast recording inside. When did you start the planning process? Was it right after New Year's Eve? Or, I mean, you're six months into this now. I was on it like that second, the next day. I was already like, and I had looked into venues. So that was the first thing. And yeah, I hopped right on right away. <laughs> That's awesome. And obviously, there's a couple of great venues uh, in around there. You got Hilltop, uh, you got 52 North, and some other venues. Walk me through just like the thought process that you and Chris were going through when it came to, first of all, nailing down that venue. Was the date really important to you? Or were you guys very open to having it any time you know, that was available basically to you? So there was a couple factors that came into play. One, his allergies are so bad. Oh, no way. So a spring wedding would have been a nightmare. So that was out of the question, which I would have preferred because the flowers that you get to choose from, in my opinion, are nicer. The weather is not as hot, so on and so forth. So that was off the table. The other thing, so Hilltop here outside of Sylvan is absolutely stunning. The tented greenhouse kind of vibe. It's very light and elegant. That was my first pick, but the biggest downfall we found is that they have they make you shut the party down at about midnight, and my family and his family like to tie one in, so that was <laughs> not <laughs> work for us at all. And then we ultimately came to the decision with Fifty Two North. We found that we could pay a bit extra for some later time, so the party will shut down at three now instead of midnight. So for us, that was. It sealed the deal. Technically three o'clock, but you guys are probably still going to be uh, <laughs> having uh, a few uh, drinks uh, past three, I'm sure. Exactly. Yeah. And just so much more laid back. I couldn't imagine we have family coming from Manitoba and for them to drive that far fly. It's like, oh, sorry, you're just starting to have fun. Your night's over. So, and then dealing with Devin and Katrina at 52 North has been just like a dream. They're so wonderful. So it just... Was a perfect match. Yeah, no, I, I can attest to that. Like they're they're absolutely amazing. I've done a lot of work with them uh, in the past. Um, I actually did a wedding uh, out at their venue this past weekend. Absolutely gorgeous, mosquitoes and all. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Bugsbury was like right next to me the whole time. But when you were like going through, and, and obviously you said Hilltop was the first choice, and 
with the restrictions that they had. It's, it's absolutely something that you want to consider because it's not just about you guys. It's about, you know, your guests and what type of vibe are you wanting the wedding to be like, for, you know, not just during the daytime, but in the evening as well. Right. And if you've got a lot of people traveling from abroad, right, you want to really like maximize the time you have with them. And so once you, the limitations came to the forefront for Hilltop, were you looking at other venues aside from 52 North or was it just 52 North where it's just going to be like the automatic like shoe in now? No, I did look around, but a lot of them still had that cap, whether it was midnight or 1 a.m. And I just, I haven't been to a wedding that we had to shut it down that early. So <laughs> it, yeah. And, you know, we discussed this with our parents too, right? Like, how did they feel about it? And they all were like, but my family, they're like, no, no, no. <laughs> so then it was kind of a no-brainer. 52 North was the winner. Yeah. And did you, when did you like nail that down? Like, do you remember like, like the, I yeah. imagine you uh, went out there during the winter time. Yes. I'm going to do a little cheeky plug here. I know my videos are on their website that uh, I, I did for them. So that definitely helps with their couples when they're doing tours in this in the wintertime. They can actually see what the venue looks like in uh, the summer. So <laughs> that'll be the only plug I'll give for myself there. But yeah, you want to just kind of walk me through just how, how that all came about? Yeah. So it was five days after we were engaged and I was like, okay, that's it. We're going out there. I emailed, called, and got a hold of Katrina. And yeah, we set it up. She had just had a baby. So Devin met us out there. Yeah. And we trekked through the snow and it just, it had the perfect vibe. Christopher works in the oil field. So it, just like this industrial chic, it's not super elegant. And frankly, we're not this hoity-toity elegant couple either. So it just, it was perfect. He fell in love with it. So then I didn't have to argue or push. He loved done, it. So done. Then, done. Yeah, that was exactly it. We signed the contract and sent the deposit. And then the rest just all kept coming into play. Yeah, no, that's amazing. Aside from like the, I guess, the industrial look and feel of 52 North, uh, what were some of the other things that really like spoke to you and Chris and, and maybe just like your communications with uh, Katrina and Devin? What was it about them that, as you mentioned, like, they were just such a, a dream to work with. Just super easy to get a hold of and very understanding. We were running late because all of our daughter was just throwing a tantrum or something came up. I can't remember exactly. So just having that understanding. And they weren't rushing us when we were touring through the building during that initial visit and then taking us outside and to go check out the vault. Um, it was just great. And Devin was he was just really wonderful and handing all these business cards like, oh, there's this vendor and this and this and this and this. Yeah, he was great. And the energy out there, when you get out there, it's just, I don't know, it's like a breath of fresh air. There's, it's zen, it's calm, mm -hmm. it's just light. And we got to go to the open house over the spring and that's when it all really hit. And it was like, wow, I can't wait to turn this into my dream wedding. It's absolutely stunning property. The bridal suite too, that was another thing. Um, being able to stay there the night before. We're not traveling. We're not having to get limos or hotels. Like I get to stay there with my girls and wake up in the morning and the hair and makeup and everybody else, they come to us. So we get to relax and have a coffee and oh, it's just going to be perfect. 
And then the boys are out in the vault doing their thing. Don't have to worry about any of them running late. Or <laughs> yeah, that, that was always uh, the wild card is with some venues, obviously, there isn't really a designated area for the guys to get ready or even like having the accommodations on site uh, for both bride and, and groom. And so that's a huge selling point. Huge. We get the, so that's the other thing too that I'd like to let everyone know is it's so awesome. You get the property from Friday at noon till Sunday at noon and you can pay for extensions later on that Sunday, which we definitely did because you're going to need it. So that there's no rushing. You get your rehearsal dinner out there. Like everything is just, yeah, it's immaculate. I feel like Katrina and Devin, they're going to have to pay me royalties now for this episode. <laughs> so <laughs> this sounds like a commercial for them. But no, they're they're honestly just amazing people. And that's why uh, I will always vouch for them. And it's always a treat to go out there. So did you know, like, before you visited the venue, just the overall like vibe and style you wanted your wedding to have. Like, did you have, <laughs> dreaming of this day for like your entire life? <laughs> did you have a Pinterest board or anything like that? Yes. And then once the engagement happened, it started flooding. But about <laughs> a year prior to the engagement or even six months, I, I just had a hunch. I don't know. And maybe I was pushing for it a little and I manifested all of this, but I started following all the wedding vendors, the florists, the this, the that, the photographers, videographers, so on. So I really got a good idea of what I wanted. And initially, I wanted this very chic and elegant celebration. And then I kind of realized, like, no. And then we shifted everything once we went to 52 North and realized, like, okay, this isn't going to be the tented, flowy greenhouse thing. It's going to be a little different, right? Yeah. So more industrial chic, I would say, and timeless. That's my big thing. It's timeless. I'm such an old soul. So definitely nothing too hip and modern, I guess. <laughs> yeah, there's the nice thing about 52 North is like, I've done a number of weddings there. And I've seen it decked out in a lot of different ways. But in a lot of ways, like, as well, like, you don't have to bring a lot of decor, you know, to make it special to you, like, because like, it just it's such a beautiful space. Again, this is not a commercial for them, but <laughs> certainly like I respect the fact that like you knew in advance like what you wanted, but also you were willing to adjust and and pivot because you had to you, based on the the venue, right? You know, you're not going to have this greenhouse, almost like a light and airy, you know, feel. It's it's a little darker at times, you know, a little moodier in there, but Still, I mean, when you're outside, like there's a lot of great spaces where it still has some moodiness to it, but it's it, you don't feel like it's it's dark. Yeah, exactly. And enough flowers will make everything pretty and perfect. So, <laughs> have you thought of your colors? Like, do you know what your colors are going to be for your wedding already? Oh, I keep bouncing around because I love all whites. It's so just elegant, but then I feel like. Because the the venue itself is so white with the walls in there, I'm probably going to have to bring a bit of color. I was going to do lots of greenery, but now I'm like, oh, all flowers could be pretty. So we're kind of bouncing around. Lots of whites, greens, and like mocha kind of tones, champagnes, taupes. Very neutral. Not a lot of bold. Yeah. No bold colors at all, actually. No, I love it. I love it. So once you had 52 North venue um, locked down, and you had the date, which is, uh, I believe, July 20th? That's correct, yeah. It's going to come up real quick here. Uh, I know it's just oh, over a year, right? It's, the time <laughs> yeah. flies. What was 
like next on the checklist for you when it came to just like booking those vendors? Like obviously you had been following a number of vendors beforehand and you you probably had an idea of the, the direction you were heading to or wanting to at least. Um, do you want to just kind of like let me in on just like where your, your mindset was at and what was Chris thinking throughout this as well, right? So we'll start off with what Chris was thinking. <laughs> okay. he, looked, <laughs> he looked at me and he's like, pump the brakes, slow down. And I was like, no. And my mom was like, no way. Like, if you want this to be perfect and everything you've dreamed of, you've got to get on it. So ladies, if you're planning your wedding, don't hesitate. Get your vendors and your dream team down as soon as possible because they book up so quickly. And the beauty of this is I booked everything within the first month to two months. Like one after the other, bam, bam, bam. Yeah. So I got my pick of the best of the best. And I got to comb through and, you know, really get to know the different vendors before I jumped on it. And I had my choice really. So it was great. I have essentially everything I want. The dream team, we'll call it. (laughs) I love it. You want to uh, share some love for your, your vendor team on, on, yeah. on, on who you have on and, and why you went with them? For sure. So my florist, I went with Calix. I might be pronouncing that wrong. Travis Mills. I just worked with them this past weekend. Amazing. Yeah, she's phenomenal. I've been following her and I have had lots of friends from high school use her in their weddings. So it was like, okay, no brainer. And then when you get to sit with Travis, she's just so, oh, she's incredible. And her setup in, you know, when you go to the studio there. And she's got, it's so professional and laid out. And she shows you, you know, these are the different flowers. And, oh, we could go with this. And so you're not sitting there in the dark, like wondering, hmm, what is this going to look like? Or, you know, she shows you exactly. So you get to really be selective. Plus, what I love, too, is that I have the option to change my mind three times. So I think I'm down to two more changes. (laughs) You got two more (laughs) lifelines. Yeah. And then I'll be paying to make any adjustments. Okay. So... That was, yeah, she's great. And then, so my photographer, I hired Lindsay Nickel. She's been so fun. Um, We sat down and had coffee and got to know each other before me deciding to lock it in. And it was, yeah, I sent her an email later that day with the deposit, signed the contract. And What did you like about her? Just very professional and outgoing and bubbly. And she's been such a help too. If I've had questions about, you know, what about this makeup artist? Have you worked with this hairstylist and seen how did the other brides react? And she's been very open about that and honest. And the other thing too, is she gets back to me so quickly. You send an email. I'm not waiting too long for a response. Like sometimes within 30 minutes to an hour or two. So that's awesome. <laughs> if you're that's in, impressive. Yeah. Especially if you're impatient or like, oh, I need to know. So she's been amazing. Like I've booked everything. So there's a lot to like, trying to think of here. So catering too. Food is so expensive. Oh, when you're feeding so many people. So we talked to multiple caterers and I ultimately ended up going with Red Deer Catering just because every time I spoke to you, I believe it was Andrew on the phone. He was super outgoing. He was open to changing things. There was no issues. Whereas a couple of the other caterers, they would take like a week or two to get back to me. And I was like, okay, no, this is, I'm punctual. So this is not going to fly. Plus they have the best price point for what you're getting. So it was a no brainer for us. Did you know, uh, like was this kind of like Chris's area of like expertise or like where he really wanted to have a say, because you got to keep these, uh, 
grooms and groomsmen happy, right? You know, like <laughs> they're there for the beer. Well, they're there for the wedding, obviously, but you know, they do value the, the food and the uh, the drinks. Maybe uh, just underneath that, uh, just getting married, right? Like that's that's the priority, I think. Maybe. <laughs> yeah, you know, he's such a meat and potato kind of guy. So so am I. Luckily. <laughs> and I'm like total opposite. But for him, this meal is going to, yeah, it does the trick. He's very happy with it. I would have preferred something more exotic, but <laughs> we have to appease the crowd. Save and... that for the honeymoon. Yes. <laughs> so, yeah, no, he's happy with it. But he has, he doesn't really care. He's like, do what you want? I trust you. He's like, just laid back. Yeah. He, does, he doesn't have much input other than the whole suit thing, which I'm just like, <laughs> You want to talk about that? Like how the how that's going? Though it's literally the last thing we have to do. And he's just, oh, it doesn't matter. I'm like, it matters so much. <laughs> like, you know, and I want to, yeah, he just wants to be different. And he's arguing about wearing a jacket. And I'm like, you don't have to wear it all day, but just for the ceremony and the pictures, please. He's all, it's gonna be so hot. Do you want me sweating and red? And <laughs> so it's been this like a little bit of a, I don't want to say an argument, but I think he's just being stubborn, but I'm going to have my way in the end. So. Well, Chris, if you're listening to this, Godspeed. <laughs> no, I mean, from someone who's also gone through like the wedding planning process as well, like obviously it was on a much smaller scale. We had this big wedding plan and then we ended up like downscaling and just really having a micro wedding with just our parents and us. But even then, like they're, along the way, like you're going to have difference of opinions and, and thoughts on how things should go. And in the end, I always like to tell my couples is like, don't sweat the small details. Um, you guys both love each other. The things like whether you want to wear a jacket or, or, or not, I think it seems like a, a big deal. And, you know, obviously these are the pictures and maybe videos that you're going to look back on for the rest of your life. So you want to make sure it's perfect. I, I totally get that. And honestly, when it comes to the, the day of like, you guys are going to know what is best and like, he'll come around, I'm sure. <laughs> yeah, I'm not worried about it. <laughs> you picked your hair and makeup already? Yeah. How did that go? Good. The hair was an easy choice. Danielle, and once again, excuse my pronunciation. I apologize if I say your last name wrong. Michelle, I think is how you say it. So she teaches bridal hair around Red Deer in central Alberta. I went on her Instagram and it was just a no-brainer. I called her. She literally had a bride calling her, trying to get a hold of her at the exact same moment. But I reached out minutes earlier. So I quickly scrambled, signed the contract, sent the deposit. It was done. It was one of the first things I did. And then makeup came down the road and I went for a trial and I really liked, her name's Skylar. So Beauty by Sky on Instagram. And her vibe, she was just so relaxed and laid back. It just felt so good, you know? And then I was happy with the trial. So it was you know, there was another thing done, like everything just fell into place so perfectly and fast too. Like I'm done. Everything is done. Now it's all the fun little details or the more so painful details of seating and, and guests and invitations. Have you guys come up with your wedding party if you are having one? Yes, we sure have. And how did that come about? Like how did you guys go about in choosing who's going to stand up there with you? Well, for me, it was, I really wanted to include family. So my sister-in-law-to-be, one of my, and then another one was one of my best friends of 15 years or so. I've known her since junior high. So she had to be there. 
And then another girlfriend that I just met about a year ago, we have clicked. Like, she just feels like I've known her forever. And she just had kids not long ago, too. So we've really just, I don't know, found, like, a sister in each other. So that's been incredible. And I feel like, am I forgetting anyone? (laughs) No, I don't think so. Yeah. So. (laughs) And then on the guy side, like, how did Chris decide who he wanted up there? Well, his best man will be his brother, which was a no-brainer for him. Okay. And then two of his good long-term guy friends. I don't know what guys call their friends, so we'll just say guy friends. Bros? <laughs> and then I don't know. Is that, bros, is that... yeah. Yeah, exactly. And then my brother will be up there as well. I love that, that there's uh, a mixture of both you know family and friends up there. And what was their re- reaction when you, when you asked them to stand up with you? Uh, well, as far as my girlfriends went, they were just super elated. One cried. Like, it was so cute. Because <laughs> I had the gift, right? And I got cups or mugs made for them with, you know, the date and oh, rides on them. And yeah, we have to give a gift. I mean, So you were like proposing to them in a lot of ways. Yeah, 100%. It's like, will you say yes to being a bridesmaid? <laughs> so yeah, there was a lot of positive energy around that and then the guys chris is just so simple right he's like okay here's a bottle hey you want to be a groomsman <laughs> it's like what's up just a yeah. simple text right it's like yeah <laughs> are you busy are you busy on this day uh i got something going on at 52 north i'm <laughs> yeah, sure that's not how he much. sounds but <laughs> no definitely not but sort of like just the gist of it yeah, yeah just super laid back about it i love that and so going back to like the hair and makeup how are you organizing that with your your bridesmaids? Like, is everyone kind of looking after themselves when it comes to like paying for it? Or like, how did you guys all okay, maybe come up with a system that works for everyone? We haven't come up with anything yet. Okay. Yeah, I'm humming and hawing whether as two will just provide it as a gift or maybe I'll ask all the girls like, hey, would you prefer, you know, a gift on that day? Or would you rather us, you know, or me pay for the hair and makeup or one or the other, right? Mm-hmm. I don't want anyone to feel left out because I've heard brides or like their bridesmaids, you know, one won't pay for the makeup and then they're all, oh, you guys all look so pretty. And then they feel left out. So I don't want that happening. Yeah, no, totally. I get that. Yeah. So I don't know. It's a good question. I haven't thought that far yet. <laughs> yeah. And I think as you get further along, I mean, uh, and just having those conversations with your besties, I think. The ones I, I found have worked out really well in the in the past is like, is the gift. Like I love the the gift idea where like like everyone just feels included. And then if there's anyone else, like sometimes you have close friends, if uh, you know parents perhaps that want to feel you know pampered too. You know I think it's a it's a great gift option for sure. Yeah. Yeah. No, I love that. Have you picked your marriage commissioner yet? Yes, she is spicy in the best way. Okay. Just love who, her. Who do you have? I've worked with a, a number of them. <laughs> Barb Fensky, if I'm pronouncing it correct. Sounds familiar. Sounds familiar. She's a little bit of an older woman, but she is just, oh, she's incredible. She lives right in town here. She, As she put it, she's like, I shoot straight from the hip. And she's going to make sure everybody is in line and that everything runs smoothly. Yeah, she was just, she was great like and that once again so Katrina and Devin from 52 North highly recommended her and she was great about communication you know she was in Mexico over the winter so it was back and forth and then I completely forgot about an appointment we had with her and she was just like it's okay life happens you know we'll make it work and with Chris's lack of a schedule with his work Mm -hmm. 
she's just been a breeze to deal with. So I highly love her to bits. So definitely recommend her. Did you uh, speak to any other marriage commissioners or was she always just like the only person that you had in mind? She was the only person we had in mind. And then after meeting her, it just, yeah, it was 100% like this is who we needed. She's going to be great. Yeah. No, I love when the the venues do give out like their recommendations because obviously it says a lot about the vendors that they love to work with, you know, and these vendors are, are ones that, you know, have obviously, you know, worked at the venue. There's that trust factor. I think when you have a, a lot of times is same professionals working together on a regular basis, like everyone gets to know like how each other works and it just becomes more seamless on the day of and less questions. Obviously, there's going to be some questions because every wedding is a little different and different, you know, wants and needs and and timing wise. But, you know, I think finding a team for your wedding that, that have worked, you know, well together in the past, I think is a, a very underrated attribute that I would strongly recommend to any brides and grooms that are listening to this podcast that definitely ask your 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 vendor teams if they've worked together, especially if you've got a photographer and a videographer at your wedding. I would say most work pretty well together, but I have had some negative experiences in the past. It's been a long time, probably pre-COVID, that you know I had some negative experiences with some photographers, and I haven't worked with them since then. Not by my choice, but oh, no. it, just, it just didn't happen, right? And so, and likewise, right? I know some photographers have had some negative experiences with videographers. Yeah. And so, I think in the end, like it's all about the couple, and we're all mean to put our egos aside and be there for you guys because, I mean, we're, we all have a job to do, and and one isn't more important than the other, right? We all play a part. Yeah, exactly. And you know, like. We're paying for a service that day too. So I expect professionalism on everybody's. So I think uh, one thing that uh, we haven't uh, touched base on yet is if you had hired a videographer, uh, obviously, you know, I'm biased. I think it's a necessity on the day of. It's not a luxury, but this is coming from a videographer who's been doing this for uh, many years now. So I'm curious to know if you did hire a videographer or not and why you did or not. So we definitely did. It was a bit of a push with, Chris, just because he was like, oh, it's not necessary. And I'm like, yeah, it is. Like, I had to just keep showing him like other people's, you know, the little clips that you get, right? And I was like, this is going to be such a beautiful memory for us and to show all of when she's older. And then if we have any other kids, right? And grandchildren and so on and so forth, right? And then for the family that aren't going to be able to travel and come, they'll be able to feel like they got to see the wedding or be a bit of a part of it somehow. So just with a little bit of convincing, he finally said, okay, okay. <laughs> so yeah, we hired um, her business name is B-Main Videography, I believe. And so Brittany. Brittany Ma- yes, yeah. Brittany Mashmeyer, Mishmeyer. I know her. Once again. Yeah, okay. Yeah. Um, she She's great. Yeah, she was absolutely super awesome to deal with. And yeah, I haven't met her yet because she lives out in... Fort Saskatchewan, I believe. So, but it was like, oh my gosh, yeah, you did uh, like my step families, some of their weddings. So it was like, okay. Yeah, she's been uh, at it for uh, a number of years now. And I know her through a good friend of mine. Who So her brother is my friend's husband. Yeah, no, she's great. And like uh, 
Brittany and I, we referred work to each other in the past and her work is just terrific. Uh, what was about her work in particular that stood out for you? Uh, obviously, like you had friends that, and family members that ha- had her, but for you personally and what you were looking for, and maybe even Chris too, uh, <laughs> what meant the most to you when it came to the video? Oh, that's a big question. I haven't thought that deeply into it. I just <laughs> knew I wanted the video. I don't know how to answer that other than, like I said, the family. And I've watched lots of her videos too, right? So it just felt like a good fit. And like my stepdad knows her, like everybody knows her. So she's, it's not going to be like a stranger there that day. Yeah. We've all kind of been around her, I guess not myself, but lots of my mom's side of my family has. So yeah, it's like having an extended family member there that you know capturing day and it yeah no I love that and you're in excellent hands with her and yeah I think like looking at the whole like day I think having that photo and video I think obviously I'm biased I think they do offer different things and I think when once Chris sees your video afterwards he'll be like okay hon you were right again Uh, (laughs) um, and it's something it's gonna like increase in value as the years go on yeah you know honestly being able to hear your speeches hear your vows yeah and not just see like still images of it but actually hear it in like professional like quality and it's going to evoke so many emotions for many years and i think it's going to be something that you'll be able to pass on to your, your, your kids and grandkids and future generations yeah. I love it. So what's left the, the book then? You said you have basically everything now. Yeah. What are you really focused on now uh, moving forward? So getting the wedding website together, guest list. Who are you going with? Oh gosh, there's so many. I don't really feel like paying for it. We're spending so much money on this wedding. It's like, if I can do it for free, I'm going to do it for <laughs> free. I don't know yet. So we'll okay. see. Fair enough. Yeah. And then just the guest list too. Trying like Chris's family is huge. He's got 41 cousins. Holy I'm like, cow. oh my gosh. Right. Yeah. And that includes their kids too. But still, it's just like, holy cats, you know? And whereas my family, I can count, I think there's 10 of us on both sides. Like, you know, just so small. <laughs> so trying to get all the cousins and their kids all organized, you know, so I can send out these invites in the proper manner, I guess, right? Including everyone. And that's, Seating charts and all that sort of thing. I guess you have to wait for that. But just figuring out the layout at 52 North too, because mm-hmm. we have such a high guest count too now. And then because our guest list jumped, originally we were like 80 to maybe 100, 120 max. Well, now we're at like 185. Cool, cow. Yeah. So <laughs> just, you know, I have to go back and visit with the florist. I'm like, okay, we're going to need more of X, Y, and Z now because we yep. have more tables, all these things, right? I booked transportation, so that's all done. I There's not much left, honestly. And then your bartending, um, are you going through the venue for that, or how did you uh, arrange that? So, Chris, actually, we both know there's... They used to work at one of the local pubs around here. There's two young sisters and their mother, and they bartend weddings. So we reached out to them, and they're just this fun, young two sisters. So they're going to be just amazing for that. So they're, yeah, that we do, we're doing it that way. And we just provide all the liquor and they'll pour all the drinks and they're going to come and clean up the tables and stuff. Like they'll do busing in that too, which is awesome. And they also offered, if we want to spend a little more money, they'll come and help with setup. So it's one less thing I have to deal with. That's amazing. I love that. 
You know, it's just yeah. like those extra add-ons will go a long way in like relieving that stress on you, not only you and Chris, but like everyone there, right? Yeah. It, yeah, it, it can be very daunting. And when you have that many people uh, coming, uh, you want to make sure that uh, everyone's having a great time and that uh, things aren't being missed and that, yeah, you guys can just like be in the moment and and not yeah. be stressed about if things are going to be uh, kept clean, right? Yeah, exactly. No, so it was a perfect fit. And they're friends. Like, we've known them for a long time. So it just, yeah, it was a good fit. I love it. I love it. Obviously, you've learned a lot in like the last six months in like, you know, planning your wedding. Looking back, would you have done anything differently uh, up to this point? Or do you feel like you wouldn't have changed anything? Hmm. I don't know. If anything, I think I might have slowed down. I stressed about a lot of things and I, but I do encourage to get it done as quick as possible because you have your pick. But I was like scrambling, like, oh my gosh, we have to do this and this and this right away, you know, and trying to get it all figured out. So I think if I could change anything, I would just slow down a hair and try and enjoy it just a little bit more. Not that I didn't enjoy it, but just, I guess, to soak in that moment just a little longer. That's all. But I wouldn't change much, honestly, because everything's going to be great. <laughs> I love it. And we won't go into the deep details about this next topic, but I have to ask uh, before you go, the dress. Are you excited? Have you started uh, looking already or? Oh, come on. <laughs> I think I found my dress a long time ago. <laughs> okay. No, I I, I, yeah. I figured, but you know, I have to ask. Yeah. <laughs> and obviously, uh, we don't want to give away um, the details, but uh where did you end up going and uh, maybe like why did you go in the route maybe that you did? Well, I wanted to make it a special experience going dress shopping. So I invited my mother-in-law to be and my mom and it was just the three of us who went. We went to Hello Beautiful Bridal Boutique in Red Deer and that was a phenomenal experience. And the coolest thing too is one of the ladies who owns it was out of town. So Lindsay, my photographer, actually goes in. She'll do dress fittings and works there part-time once she's, yeah, when she has time. So my photographer was there to help me pick my dress out, which was so cool. So I got to get to know her too on a deeper level there, right? So that day, it's going to be just that much, you know, like I'm more comfortable around her even more because I've spent so much more time with her. And we booked the kind of executive experience. So it's incredible, ladies. They bring out champagne and the ice cubes is juice frozen in a flower. Like, it's just such a bougie experience. If you want to feel... You feel like a VIP is like, yeah, it's got yeah. the red cart rolled out and everything. <laughs> yeah, it was, oh, just incredible. And the selection of gowns they had, too, were phenomenal. And there was no pressure, no rushing, you know, and they have fresh flowers there, too. So when you do find a dress you really like, you get to hold a bouquet and it just helps you really, like feel like, okay, like this is the one or you're like, no, I don't know. It was a really good experience there. Yeah. It's a feeling, right? You know, when you know, yeah. you know. Yeah. And it's funny. It's like that poutine. I knew. <laughs> yeah, you do. Yeah. Your bridesmaids, have you discussed like about their dresses, if you're going to have them all in one color or have you thought about like, well, yeah. that's a silly question to ask. You probably have thought about this for a lot of years, but maybe just the, the direction you're going in their uh, dresses. Just... I mean, I, it's really trendy to have different colors, but I feel like my bridal party's not big enough for that. So I'm going to just keep it all one color and then a different style of dress for each girl or whatever they want. I don't really care. 
as long as they're comfortable in it. Because I want them to feel fabulous that day too, because they have 180 eyes staring at them as well. <laughs> so I'm not going to be like, no, you all have to wear this one. And you know, someone's uncomfortable, like, no. And then I don't want them breaking the bank either. So trying to f- narrow down where to go shopping for that too yet. But yeah. Uh, may I ask, like, I mean, aside from, I guess, Instagram and Pinterest, like, where are you finding maybe some, like, hidden secrets on how, you know, f- for some of these uh, vendors or uh, that you've brought on? Like, I know you talked about, like, through referrals. Are you finding that, you're just randomly that you know coming across like some of these um, great vendors. No, social media like Instagram has been huge, or through the vendors. There's been no other than the caterers though. I just went on Google and searched you know wedding cater for Central Alberta. Or uh, the other thing too, Wedding Wire. There's at the website they have lists of caterers there and all your different vendors and. Not every vendor's on there, but there is lists of them where you can read some reviews and stuff. So that was huge too. But definitely Instagram has kind of been a big help. It's all my Instagram is now is wedding things. <laughs> I love it. I love it. Any other tips that you would have for uh, other brides that are planning their wedding for uh, 2024 and beyond? The biggest one, like I said, is if there's some if there's something you know you really want or love, don't hesitate to book it. There's This is one day of your life where like, it's about you and that person. And if having that perfect dress, then go to that place and get that dress. Or if it's the flowers, you know, or the venue, don't hesitate. Because if you wait and hum and haw, you just might not get that vendor that you really want or that this or that. So definitely just get on it. Because if you wait too long, then things are gone. <laughs> yeah, things definitely... Uh or back to uh, booking out, like I would say, 12 to 18 months out. This year for 2023, uh, for myself, and I know a lot of uh, professionals in the wedding industry, 2023 was a weird year where we had like a lot of like last minute bookings. But now 2024 is back to like couples are booking, you know, 12 to 18 months out. And so, yeah, I mean, it's sooner rather than later, obviously, you know, and don't hesitate as, as, as you mentioned. What are you really like looking forward to the most about your wedding day? I know like it's just over a year out. We've talked a lot about the details about, you know, the day, but overall like what are you really looking forward to the most about the day? Aside from obviously uh marrying Chris and being able to, you know, share that with all your friends and family. I am so looking forward to seeing all of the hard work I've put into into designing and creating the layout of everything, you know, and the vision I have had in my head that I'm it's hard to execute it, right? Like, And I'm thinking, you know, do I have enough candles? Do I have enough of this? Votives, all these other things, right? And vases and yada, yada. So that, I can't wait for that. I don't want nobody in that reception space. I want to be able to see it first at some point before, you know, people go in and move things around. And yeah, like, I can't, yeah, it's going to be stunning. Like I, yeah, I definitely kind of went, I, I feel like I went over the top on some things, but it's just seeing all of that come together, right? Because it is a lot of work, you know, and trying, figuring out numbers, how many of this do I need for this in table? And just there's a lot of math involved and trying to crunch numbers too. So that's the other thing, ladies. If you start looking early, there were so many different sales, like discounts and stuff too. So if you start, the earlier you're booking and keeping, following all the different um, vendors and places like that rent stuff, 
I got all my rentals at special event rentals at 25% off because I was on it and following and, mm-hmm. you know, they had a, a thing go on over a weekend. So just, yeah, getting on top of it, booking it. And and how are you staying organized? Like, do you have like spreadsheets you're using or how are you keeping it all together? <laughs> yeah. So I'm kind of old school, like I said earlier, right? So pen and paper, but I've had my mom do up spreadsheets for me that I can fill things in. And I bought a binder from, I think it's The Knot. They make a wedding binder and it is full of everything you could think of. So I've been filling that in along the way and anything that comes up, I'm hole punching it and it goes in my binder. So it's all organized and everything is there down to the T, right? Yeah. Between the spreadsheets and the binder and all of the um, portals too, for all the vendors, they have these online portals, right? So yep. keeps a list of all the payments you've made, right? It's like, oh, okay, we only owe this much more for this. And- what do you think uh, Chris is looking forward to the most about the day? If you could uh, be in his mind. <laughs> I think he's looking forward to most of seeing me come down that aisle. I really wanted to do a first look and this was the one thing that he's really been adamant on. So I'm not fighting it. And he's like, no, I want to just, I want that moment to be that moment alone. So I think um, seeing me come down there is probably what he's looking forward to most. Oh, I love that. He's still, a, he, he's a softie in the end. Oh, totally. <laughs> awesome. Any final thoughts on like, just how like you're feeling about six months into your planning process here? Just anything that uh, we haven't talked about yet that you wanted to maybe share or? I'm so excited. There's not much else I think I have to say. Because I got it all done so I can relax. And now it's like time to enjoy this engagement, you know, the rest of this time and plan the bachelorette and all these other fun things. That's a whole other episode about the bachelorette, (laughs) I'm sure. (laughs) If, you know, some of my listeners do want to, you know, uh, follow your journey to your big day and and see the the photos and the videos afterwards, perhaps, maybe. You talked about your Instagram. Did you want to share your your handle for anyone that would be very curious to to learn more about... Yeah, totally. You'll have to just request to follow me because I keep my account private, but I'm totally open. So I don't know. How do we want to do this? Do I just say it out loud or... Yeah, you can say it out loud. Yeah. It's kristen.marie94. Awesome. And I'll have that in the show notes as well. For So uh, you're welcome for uh, for having a, a bunch of friend requests, I'm sure, coming your way in the next couple of weeks. <laughs> It's been an absolute pleasure, uh, Kristen. Thank you so much for uh, taking time out of your day to uh, chat with me and let me in on on just how like this whole like journey has been for you and Chris. I, I think it's just it's really cool just to see how like the pr- progression of your relationship you know started with Poutine <laughs> and look at you guys now, right? You've got a beautiful daughter and you guys are just having like this, this absolute dream wedding now. Yeah, next year. Uh, at 52 North Venue. So congratulations. I'm so happy for you guys. And uh, thank you, Kevin. Can't wait to see uh, all your hard work uh, pay off. Thanks. Yeah. And thank you for having me on. And you'll definitely get to see. It's going to be great. (laughs) Awesome. Well, thanks. And uh, we'll chat soon. Yeah. Have a good day. Thank you. Well, that's it. Thank you for listening to this week's episode of the Alberta Wedding Podcast. Each week, I will pull back the veil and introduce you to the faces behind the brands that you love in Alberta. Your feedback matters. It would mean a lot to me if you could leave a review and let me know what you think of this episode. Until next week, stay well and be merry.